Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds. It's Friday, even though it's raining. Thank God it's Friday. So, talk a little bit about some of the bumps and bruises a few Kansas City Chiefs have had this week, uh, but nothing really too serious. Anything is going to hold anybody back from playing Sunday? Yeah, I think there's probably one who's going to have to sit down. That's Richie James, and you don't want to fool around with a, a knee injury. He has no. a, a, maybe a strain of the MCL. So uh, you probably won't see him in action, but the others you will. And you have to understand now, it is the rule in the National Football League that you do need to make public all the all the injuries involved. And the Chiefs do have some. Uh, Kadarius Tony with a toe and... Isaiah Pacheco with the shoulder and, and just little bumps and bruises. It's a game of contact, and you're going to have injuries like that. But it looks like Richie James will probably be the only one who's going to be out for a while. And that's unfortunate because he was having a pretty good uh, preseason and uh, start to the regular season until that happened. But that also is kind of a good bad news thing where in, in, in this situation, at least it's not out for the rest of the oh, season. Oh, no. no. Um, but uh, they face a very disheveled uh Chicago Bears, and we'll talk about that uh, down the road. Springfield Cardinals are in Arkansas. Did they get the win in game two? He did. How about this? Are you serious? We're going three games out of this, baby. Hell yeah. Go Cards. Tonight, and this will be the deciding game not only for that series, but for the other series as well. Springfield Cardinals had a 6-0 lead over the Arkansas Travelers. Let it get away, but not entirely. 6-4 is the final score. Springfield Cardinals win it. Mike Antico with... Three RBIs, Brandon Komar pitched a very good game, had nine strikeouts, and Springfield held on for the win. That means they play game three, the deciding game tonight. Now, what does it decide? Well, it decides the North Division champion and a place in the Texas League playoffs. Now, the other series involves Amarillo and San Antonio, and Amarillo did beat San Antonio last night in that Texas City. So that series is evened up at one game apiece, and they'll play tonight as well. The winners will play Sunday afternoon in the first of a best of three. If Springfield Cardinals win, the game will be here at Hammonds Field, 1.30 on Sunday afternoon. That's when they'll play. We'll wait and see and wish them the best of luck tonight when they play the Arkansas Travelers, but it all depends on what happens. I know you're really wanting this to happen because then you're going to have a full dance card all weekend. you got MSU Bears tailgate and game tomorrow and then possible Cardinals game on Sunday. Ned's in heaven. One setback, however. What the hell? We have Ned talk from 1 to 2 on Sunday Mm. afternoon, and the game would start while we're here. Well, okay, first (laughs) of all, that's not a big deal. If you have to cut out early, I'll talk to Joe. So if you want to go cut out early, we'll figure it out. But we'll talk about Ned Talk, too, down the road. Um, we did have a uh, Thursday night football game out in San Francisco against a also disheveled New York Giants team, and that didn't even look like it was fun for them at all. No, a lot of hard hitting in the game, and the Giants certainly didn't give up. But the San Francisco 49ers won it as expected, and this was 30-12. to And here is a bit of an anomaly, folks. First three games this year. First three games the San Francisco 49ers have scored 30 points all three games. They've won by 30. That's what their final score has been, 30 to something. Last night it was 30 to 12 over the New York Giants. That is something that has not happened in the NFL over many, many, many years in which teams have scored the same number of points in the first three games. And that's, that's pretty good. Helps your betting line to get a little bit, doesn't it? <laughs> Yeah, it does. A little bit. Uh, and it actually helped my uh, fantasy team because I'm off to eight points because I started the 49ers D last night. So, fingers crossed, I can actually get my first win of the season. So, do you think the Cardinals are just playing out the 
String. Yeah, <laughs> I, I really, really, uh, unfortunately, I think they are. Now, it's not intentional. Don't understand, but they've lost their mojo. Last night, they just went through, actually, it was yesterday afternoon, went through the motions playing the Milwaukee Brewers. The Brewers are within one game of clinching the title in the National League Central Division. And uh, St. Louis just didn't show up. Milwaukee beat them 6 to nothing. 6 to nothing. It's the 12th time this year that the St. Louis Cardinals have been shut out. And they're now 21 games under 500. This is one of their worst finishes ever, ever. Now, are they this bad? No. But they've lost their spark now. They're not playing well. And they still have more games to play. Like this weekend, they left St. Louis last night and headed to San Diego. And that's where they're playing today. And, well, this weekend, as a matter of fact, three-game series. That doesn't mean anything as far as the standings are concerned. But, hey, it's part of baseball. Your contract says you'll play 162 games. Bingo, that's what you will play. And the uh, Cardinals are... Playing them out, just <laughs> going on the field and going through the motions. You know, I, I, it's it's been a tough season. I'm glad that Wayno got us 200, but uh, it's been really, really tough. Um, but it, I was talking to somebody about this last night, and you know, my my biggest problem with that organization, it really is all the way to the top. I don't see anything really changing with that regard anytime soon because that team is so ingrained into that city. It's going to take a lot of people not spending money on the St. Louis Cardinals for any kind of big change to make like that. And I really think that's what's needed. I think it starts at the top. His ownership group are going to have to go for some pitching. They do not have any pitching at all. Incidentally, for, for what it's worth, the Cardinals will be home for the, to close out the season playing the Cincinnati Reds next weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. The Saturday game, this old man has some tickets. If you're interested. You mean the box? Uh, I'm not going to tell you where they are or how much they cost, but if you're interested, uh, give Mike a call and he'll get in touch with me. Man, I, I, I just, like I said, I, I, and you said about the pitching, it, it, we were talking about that too. It's just like the development. Yeah, we've got the Walker kid and he's great, but... Hell, they might end up having to trade him down the road to get some pitching. I can't see him going. You don't think no, so? No, Jordan Walker is too ingrained in that team, even after just one year. Yeah. He's a budding superstar. And they have others on the team. The nucleus, that's that's just it. That's what I, I question. Is the nucleus there? You have to have yeah. all phases of be- uh, baseball to be a contender. They don't have the pitching. And they need the leadership, Here's too. Here's Miles Michaelis, who was out there yesterday. He's one of the best pitchers in the league, and he hammered all over the place. Uh, I don't know. I just don't know what the answer is. Me neither. All right, let's talk about MSU Bears uh, football. Uh, they definitely had a tough start to the season against the Jayhawks. They played a very winnable game against Tennessee Martin, but didn't win it. Do so you think they're going to get their fire back tomorrow? If they play some defense, they will. Uh, Utah Tech is here to play. That's the home opener for the Bears. It's tomorrow at 2 o'clock at the Plaster Sports Complex. Utah Tech is a member of the newly formed United Football League. It's it's a team that Bears have played in the past. Matter of fact, Southwest Baptist from Bolivar is playing Tarleton State tomorrow. Tarleton State's in this conference that Utah Tech is in. It is Division 1AA. And they're coming off, they being Utah Tech, a win. They beat Northern Arizona in Flagstaff last Saturday, 50-36. to 36. Team can score, but the Bears, if they play defense, they can win this game. They have the capabilities to do it. They'll be playing at home. Hopefully a big crowd, 2 o'clock kickoff tomorrow afternoon at Plaster Sports Complex. Hope you're all there. Uh, Ryan Beard in his first year would... He desperately needs to get a win. And weather's looking like it should be pretty good for tomorrow's game. Um, And, of course, we've got the uh, Chiefs and Bears on Sunday. 
disheveled Bears coaching staff coming into Arrowhead Stadium. Mid-afternoon start, and then talk stocks at 1 o'clock. It does. That's the first of the pregame shows. Our local pregame show, which is called Ned Talk, begins at 1, runs from 1 to 2. Then from 2 to 3, it's the Chiefs pregame show. And then the ballgame. Ballgame will kick off about 3.25 on uh, Sunday afternoon. 3.25 3.25 is the time that national television has said that's when you'll play. A little surprised that this game's on there. The Chiefs and the Chicago Bears, Kansas City, folks, is a 12-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. The Bears have not played well, and you're right about them being disheveled. Their defensive coordinator resigned unexpectedly a couple of days ago, Alan Williams. And I'll tell you, they're, they've got some problems on that ball club. But you're going out to play the game, getting the paycheck for doing that, and we'll see what transpires. Game is right here, 104.7 The Cave. You're home for the Kansas City Chiefs, Ned. Have a great weekend. I'll see you Monday.